0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a huge night of playoff action Partick Thistle host Ross County With both looking to take a huge step Towards a place in the Premiership next season Elsewhere Ange Postacoglu says He's not letting Spurs speculation Get in the way of cup final preparation And clubs are already getting those pieces in place For next season With Livingston's captain Nicky Devlin Signing for Aberdeen I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight you have Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson The season may be winding down Gordon Players may be away Their holidays at the minute But it's still a huge weekend In store for us Starting tonight With Partick Thistle Versus Ross County Ross County have to find a way Of bouncing back From that disappointing result Against Kilmarnock Partick Thistle On a high After their Triumph against Ayr It's going to be a cracking Two legs coming up And then the Scottish Cup final Celtic v Inverness And in between that The manager saga Continues Ange Postacoglu Heavily linked with Tottenham Will there be an announcement Good or bad for Celtic fans In the next couple of days There'll certainly be a bumper crowd Inside Firhill tonight Sun is shining Looking forward to a terrific game Can Partick Thistle Finish fourth in the championship Make it all the way To the Premier League Or Ross County Hold on to that status And then we're all off to Hamden On uh, Saturday Another fantastic game in store Celtic heavily favourites is it Posta Coglu's last game? We don't know, but the Celtic fans will be concentrating this travel. 01419511025. That is the number you need, so please get in touch tonight and let us know what you are thinking. We spoke to Ange Postacoglu today. Yesterday it was announced down south that he has become the preferred candidate from Spurs to take over their managerial role. Today we got the chance to ask him about it. And I'll play you his answer very soon Does anything he said today Change your mind Either way Celtic fans on it What did you Based on what you've heard What do you read into it uh, And your thoughts A day on another An extra night's sleep To maybe uh, Mull it over What do you think Last night's calls Ranged from Fearing the worst To He's not going anywhere Because he loves Celtic And maybe Some room in the middle as well So how are you feeling About all this today Celtic fans Yes it should be about The cup final Granted And if you want to talk about The game itself Against Inverness We're here for you But it goes without saying There is a Another large story Doing the round So what are you thinking tonight 01419511025 We'll play you Ange Postacoglu's answer uh, To the questions Very soon The big game Tonight Partick Thistle Firhill Desperate I would say Desperate to hear from you Partick Thistle fans I love the playoffs We all love them As Gordon says The sun is I think Kind of shining We can hardly tell From this window uh, And you're going along To Firhill tonight Bumper crowd Looking to take one step Towards The Premiership So get in touch Get all your post-match thoughts And take us to the big game With you Partick Thistle fans Or any Ross County fans I suppose If you're out there 01419511025 And anything else at all Get in touch 01419511025 1025. What's happening, Mark Wilson? Always an exciting yeah. week, this. I like this because the last piece of silverware is days away from being won, and the lineup for next season's Premiership is days away from being completed. Yeah, well, the fixture list is sitting nicely uh, because we've not only got the Scottish Cup final, which is the pinnacle of the season for some players to look forward to on Saturday, but um, either side of that, we've got this interesting. 
playoff scenario where you've got Ross County, um, who've got plenty of talent and an experienced manager, against Partick Thistle, who have had a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde season where they started pretty poorly, changed their manager to a rookie manager, and he's come in and been an absolute revelation, free scoring side, and came all the way from the back of the playoffs, really. To, to the forefront So it, it serves up An incredibly interesting Two-legged tie Starting tonight I actually don't know Who I fancy Because Ross County Again Got talented players At the top end of the pitch But shipped too many goals This season And the, the other side Partick Thistle Like I say Free scoring um, Put eight past air Over two legs So it could just be Their night tonight They're in good form Thistle They'll get into this Full of confidence In fact There was talks uh, Not uh, this week That Thistle were the favourites Against a Ross County team, as Mark quite early says, they've got a very experienced manager in the dugout. They have got some dangerous players up front that can score goals. Yes, they leak them at the back. I think Partick Thistle will fancy it. I think there'll be a terrific crowd along there at Fir Hill. I really do. And there'll be a terrific crowd up at Dingwall on Sunday as well. Um, who am I going to tip? You just have to decide right now. You could win here the teams if he's you already, want. He's already he's... tipped. To me, has since been, he came in the has office, he been running his mouth in the office. I've, I've, I've gone early, Gordon. I've got to go early. I would love to see my old club Thistle making it. I just think over two games counting. I still can't believe you played for Thistle. Oh, Is I there any really footage live, or any photographic evidence? I think it's probably in a for the shop. best that we don't. Yeah, you never ever want to go back to just, Thistle. Just leave it. <laughs> Thistle fans should have sent you for the game tonight. For their memory. Yeah, but they'll be along there in big numbers. They're a terrific club. You know, as you say, rookie managers come in. What a job he's doing, Chris in there. Mm. He's got good, experienced players. It'll be a great game. Come on then, Partick Thistle fans heading along to the game tonight. How are you feeling? Let us know what it's like. Maybe you're already on your way. Pick up that phone, please. I'd love to hear from you. 01419511025. Only one place to start in terms of news today. Lots being said about Ange Postacoglu and Spurs in the last couple of days. And we always knew that tonight would be, or today, sorry, would be the chance. Uh, the first chance this week really To ask the man himself As you would expect He keeps his cards fairly close to his chest On these things And that would be an understatement He says he's solely focused On the cup final That's despite all the noise From the last couple of days Somebody else was favourite last week wasn't it? Yeah so Doesn't register I mean You know I get all the I get all the interest And in why people uh, yeah, Love to sort of speculate On these things And uh, We've worked really really hard to, to get ourselves into this position and you know, for me to let my mind wander about anything else other than getting our team prepared for a big day on Saturday is um, it's just not, not who I am. You're making it sound as if this is the first time it's happened to me. We've done this dance a few times this year so I think the players are well aware of uh, where my thoughts lie so um, you're not invested in this football club like I am, like the players are, like our supporters are. And like I said, for me, I wake up this morning thinking about one thing, the same thing I've been thinking about for the last sort of, you know, seven days or five days, is that, you know, I really want to make sure that we we play well in this cup final and make it a truly special season. Because, I, you know, I don't know, I know this football club's had a lot of success recently, including trebles, but, you know, over the history of time, there aren't too many that can claim to that. So, not just for myself, for this football club, but... You know, for some of these players, um, you know, it might be the only one they get. So we need to really focus on that. I like the way he speaks. I mean, he's he's professional uh, and his uh, approach to this game at the weekend. He understands that there's a big job still to be done, even though Celtic are heavy favourites. 
uh, and the magnitude of what a treble means to the club and to him personally and where that would put him in amongst the Celtic managers uh, and he, I don't think he's taking anyone for fools he, he gets why there is this furore around the speculation around um, the Tottenham job and him being linked to it he understands the media have a right to report it and ask the questions as well as the fans have a right to react but you know he'll get the game out of the way but it's been widely reported that he is the preferred candidate mm. and I think that might spell trouble for Celtic and Celtic fans as much as Ange Postecoglou loves life here in Glasgow and he, he he's really built something at Celtic Mm. Tottenham is a different proposition that he might just want to take and challenge that's himself. The, the, it's difficult, Gordon, because you you would answer it that way if you were Ange Postecoglou. Mm-hmm. I get why some Celtic fans they would love it if they turned on this show tonight and hear him said, "I'm going nowhere. I love this place, and I'll be here for the next ten years." Just very difficult to do that. There's probably not even been an offer made yet, so mm-hmm. there's there, you know we don't even know if it gets to that stage. Um, but it is interesting because when he says, "You know, we've done this dance before," to use his analogy to stick with it. We've maybe danced before, but I'm not sure we've done this dance in the sense that this is the biggest of the clubs that he's been linked with. It's one that can't go away yet because Spurs still don't have a, a manager. When it was Leicester and Leeds, I don't think it was ever reported that he was their preferred candidate. Mm-hmm. And it's the end of the season, which maybe changes things as well. So it, whether he goes or not, only time will tell. I, I, don't, I don't predict yeah. it either way. But it doesn't feel exactly the same as the others. Yeah, the dances before didn't last long. Uh, died down very quickly. Sore feet. Yeah, this is completely different. Um, I've always said the future is unknown only because it's not been created yet, Gordon. And you've got to take that on board and wait to see after the weekend. <laughs> I've just envisions that he spends his days up <laughs> Brandon Braid and Motherwell and Clinton's cards and, looking and, at uh, inspirational but, 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 quotes. But it's a very... T- I actually do. It's a very true thing going forward. And, and the Celtic man. manager is doing everything the right way here. He's, he's concentrating the biggest game. It's a treble. It's for the Celtic fans. Mm. And I think that we'll know next week exactly where we stand in that dance. You like that? <laughs> stop saying dance, would you? <laughs> you like that, didn't you? Let's go to the phones. John is a Celtic fan from Blackhill. John, what are you thinking about this? I, I just cannot believe that you are still trying to fog this dead horse for Anne's Bonte. Tottenham, there was a question and answer released yesterday by the club when he spoke about how happy he was in Glasgow. Today, he's interviewed with him with the Scottish Cup final. He's speaking about his investment in the, the club, his players' investments in the club. My players know exactly how I feel about that. He's watched this guy for two years. He oozes integrity. There is no way at all he would have went out and gave interviews as strong as that and then walked away next week. Personally, what I think was going on is in Saturday they'll announce after the Cup final. Win, lose or draw, the big hands is actually signed on to stay. I realise it's the end of the season and you are only reporting with papers of the form, but come on, you buy this, and just going nowhere. That's the thing, John may well be right. The only thing, John, to to, to sort of look at your the way you've arrived at that, if Ange Postacoglu decides to go, it doesn't mean he's not happy at Celtic. So he's allowed to say that and he's question and answer or whatever. I'm sure he is happy at Celtic. It also wouldn't mean that he doesn't have integrity So even if those things have been said Or those things are strongly held opinions by you I'm not sure they actually relate to whether He would go or not If he goes it doesn't mean he doesn't have integrity And it doesn't mean he's not happy at Celtic You can be happy but 
still pursue a, a different opportunity? Listen, the guy's got a job in his hands itself. He, he loves the club. He loves being here. It's not a two-year job he's signed up for. He wants to make Celtic a force again. They've been full cross Celtic in a competition. They know they've got a game in their hands. I understand the Louis Premiership, far bigger league than ours, far bigger. It's clubs go Celtic's a far bigger club than Spurs, but Spurs play in a far bigger league with a far bigger audience. But eventually Ange will leave. There will be a day when Ange goes, we all know that. But I don't think it's this. And I just feel that it's almost taking a take the buzz out of the the Cup final week. Anything at all just to take kind of Take the eye off the prize The devil It's just a, He's a fucking a dead boss But John See with, with all due respect Right It's it's not that And that that's about as blunt As I can be on it It's not that I'll always try And, and sort of understand Opinions or views See when London media circles Right I don't want to be patronising About how these things work But see in London media circles When it starts getting reported That Ange Postacoglu's Spurs preferred candidate That comes from Spurs Somehow Somewhere Right then that feeds up here And that's the line that's getting run So who at Spurs is trying to take the shine off Celtic Going for a treble? No at Spurs So well that's where the story's coming from So it doesn't really make any sense then does it? But I'm telling you the guy is not going anywhere That may well be the case But this notion that it's people trying to take the shine off Celtic Going for a treble Stands up to absolutely no scrutiny whatsoever Yeah I, I totally agree with it Listen I totally understand John and every Celtic supporter They absolutely adore this guy They idealise him And rightly so Because he's come into the club And he's made it the club the way it is just now With the style of play They're going for a treble at the weekend I think I think for the for everyone And especially in the studio I'd love nothing better for Ange Postacoglu Because I think he's brilliant for a Scottish Former game Former teammate of yours of yeah, course Yeah I would love him to still be at Celtic Park But it's a, it's a massive compliment a team the size of Tottenham has come and obviously the, there's there's truth in the story, Gordon. There's no doubt about that. It's a compliment of the job that he's doing at Celtic. Now, there may be a decision that Ange Postacoglu says, no, timing's not right. We've seen him with his wife and two kids on the pitch the other day there, looked happy as Larry. He might have looked at that situation, a family situation, that comes into it and thinks... No, the kids are settled here. My wife loves Scotland, loves Glasgow. Or it may be the lure, as John said, of such a challenge in, in, in London with a team in the Premier League and not a small team, a massive team with a great budget, obviously, and his financial reward as well. So there's a full package here. Me personally, on a personal note, I hope he stays. But if he walked away on Monday after winning the treble, which I think he was, I think I would wish him all the best and he's been brilliant for a, for a, for a football, Scottish football. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Nobody actually knows. You know, the story is widely reported. You're right, Gordon, the highlight to John that it's not us flogging a dead horse or the Scottish media trying to take a shine off Celtic's dominance and get a treble. This is UK-wide. But nobody actually knows... How Ange Postacoglu is feeling John doesn't know Ange Postacoglu says he's happy at Celtic He is happy at Celtic Why wouldn't you be happy at Celtic But who knows what his inside where, where ambitions you, Were you happy at Celtic as a player? Of course I was If Spurs had wanted to sign you Would you have still gone? Uh, aye I would have for 100 grand a week 
100% And by the way That's not me I'd saying for 50. That's not <laughs> I, I, I'm asking that a bit tongue in cheek Because that's not me saying That's going to happen What I'm saying is This notion that He'll only go if he's unhappy I don't think that I don't think totally that's right, the case Totally right Gordon Totally right And I think that's where people get confused And, and you were right in highlighting When John says Angie's full integrity And he, you know He's all Celtic And he's got this If he had to walk away He's not betraying Celtic in any way He came to do a job When Celtic were in a mess And he's far exceeded that job Which has then highlighted him To the biggest league in the world So if he has to choose To go to Spurs Then I don't think fans should begrudge him that And by the way I've read a lot on social media A lot of Celtic fans saying that That they would not hold a grudge Many did with Brendan Rodgers And still do Because of the way that materialised But I don't think Ange Postacoglu is in the same boat as that Gordon hopes you are right John So you're pretty sure new contract coming Saturday night? I think so Yeah Pretty sure Pretty sure that that's why Dermot is in town It's you imagine we lost the, the, the cup on Saturday. At least we'll get that to give you the fans at the end of the game. Not that that will happen, but the, I feel like the press are trying to take it out of the club's hands and having name announcements. There's probably not even been a question asked, and you're so right, it is a compliment. It will go on, and if it does happen, it, it will be sad, but the club will move on. I just don't think it's this time in that club good man John appreciate you getting in touch that was John in Blackhill and we'll get more of your takes on that next you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 0141 come on you Partick Thistle fans keen to hear from you ahead of the big game tonight in those playoffs Ross is a Celtic fan Ange to Spurs Rumour Mill First caller Not having it at all Ross What's your take on it? Gordon Gordon Hope you're all well Thank you um, I just think That there's Some rumours going about And I just I've got a bad feeling I think Ange is Going to be heading For the exit door After Saturday yeah. The situation Before we blending And stuff um, but I just think with this one There just seems to be a bit more there And I'm a very bit concerned That I think we're going to end up losing Ange Because Spurs England And I know the first caller says that Celtic Are a bigger club than Spurs I think that's nonsense At that level And go to Spurs I don't think anybody would The line's breaking up a bit But Ross is a Celtic fan Just the sort of opposite view I think to the the first caller he's essentially he is worried because he, he thinks that it feels like there's more to it he acknowledges the size of the lures again it's just two contrasting opinions and it was interesting because Ange Postacoglu of course I get why he's focused in the cup final and the players will say they're focused in the cup final the line that in the clip that we played that I would slightly not, not disagree with him on but maybe pick up on would be to point out that I think fans woke up this morning thinking about Spurs and not the cup final yeah. Is that, is that fair? fair? Yeah, I think so And again, I'm going to be unfair on Inverness Because I think a lot of the Celtic fans are taking this cup final as a bit of a gimme um, That the bigger story is losing the manager that's changed the club in the last two years Just into something that would have been unrecognisable two years ago He's changed the full outlook at the club The way he handles himself when he speaks in press conferences has gave this fans a, a sort of messiah to look up to And that is the bigger story for them And look, it's not just up here Listen to a, 
A UK national radio show Today They spoke about him For 15 minutes Picking apart What he's done in the past And why he was a suitable candidate The suitable candidate For Spurs So Ross is right There seems to be A lot more behind this Than just Oh There's a guy in Scotland Doing pretty well Who plays attractive football And will throw his name in Among Five other names Ange Postacoglu Has quickly jumped To the top of the ladder And I'm with Ross I would not be surprised Come Monday or Tuesday next week If something's moved further down the line To be fair It's a perfectly understandable time frame right now Mm -hmm. Celtic have a cup final on Saturday Spurs season is over They don't have a manager There is no need for any of this To accelerate in a crazy fashion Thursday or Friday If Spurs want to ask the question I'm sure they can do it on Sunday or Monday And then If they do ask the question First of all That would be the first step It's then over to Ange Postacoglu To say yes or no But it's it's no surprise No one would be in any hurry To do it before the cup final I think think where we are just now If the the stories are correct Gordon I think Spurs will ask the question Um, I think the Celtic fans like John And plenty more of them Who believes Ange Postacoglu Is totally You know Happy And he is happy at Celtic But will not leave Celtic Then they're hoping that that's the correct decision that Ange Postacoglu will make. Ross is a little bit different. There will be Celtic fans as well. Now, I, Ross said, uh, John said there earlier, and I picked up, and he says, well, he'll leave one day. But he's got a chance, if, if he gets this chance, say Monday, Tuesday, to go to Tottenham. We're talking about a team who's in the Champions League final. We're talking about a team that's just built a new stadium, which is incredible. We're talking about a team that deals in budgets of hundreds and hundreds of millions with top players. That might excite Ange Postacoglu to go down south and try and prove himself there. Or, as I said earlier, his kids, his family and everything might be settled and he might make a family decision. We don't know yet, but the one thing I do believe is I think he will be asked a question. Ross... The counter-arguments we hear though are that Spurs is a bit of a basket case and Mourinho and Conte and no one's been able to turn it around and get them to where they want to be Daniel Levy's difficult to work with all this sort of stuff does none of that make you feel any better about it? No, God, like I say like, we've been here before and we've had rumours before and stuff with Leeds but I just think this one seemed to be a bit more concrete and um. I woke up this morning just thinking I just got a really bad feeling and I agree with Mark. I just think there's a lot to this and I just think that when Spurs come calling it's going to be hard for Ange to say no to that. And I know people say well they're not in Europe this year but on the flip side of that you're getting to work with guys like Harry Kane every day. You're getting to work under budgets that we can't provide up here. So I just think the carrot down there is, is too much for Ange to turn down. But I, I could be wrong, but I just I have a bad feeling. I think they're going to lose him. Well, it's going to be interesting because there's a split already out there. Well, here's the thing that, that kind of pushes that down the line a wee bit further. I think with Scott Munn in charge, who was the chief executive of the City Group before he was put in place at Tottenham, already got a relationship with Ange Postacoglu put in place. By Ange Postacoglu's agent There are connections there Even before The question has been asked Now Is that people just putting two Together and coming up with something uh, Other than four I don't believe It is I believe There is a connection there I believe we've moved further um, 
And it's If Ange Postacoglu was going into an unknown And just dealing with Daniel Levy And you're right Gordon Spurs over the years He would look at the track record of managers Who's been in there and f- found it ever so difficult to deal with him And all the problems and ended up getting sacked I think we'd be probably having a different conversation But just with those connections already established it might be something he feels more mm. comfortable and confident going down and succeeding. Right, thank you to Ross. Let's hear a bit from the Celtic camp because obviously there is a massive game, a Scottish Cup final that could wrap up a treble on Saturday. So how much of this is making its way to the players? Is it distracting the players in any way? Alistair Johnson uh, took it all in fairly good spirits. It was put to him that there's been quite a lot of noise around the manager and I hear what he had to say on that. Trust me, we we all hear the noise, and we've got Sky Sports on, and it seems like it's every other story running is that one. But uh, again, you know, it, it comes from the top down um, for us. Cal doesn't let any noise in, and the gaffer definitely doesn't let any noise in. So we're well, this ship is steering straight where it needs to go, right to that Cup final. There's no, you know, we just don't let that kind of stuff creep into the building in terms of you know letting guys' heads turn or any of that, and. Again, that's super important. And I think that goes to show why this club's been so successful is that they just, we don't let that kind of stuff affect players. And, and you can always tell when someone's head's turned or, or something's going on. They just play a little bit off or they don't truly feel all the way there. But that's not been the case at all in my time here. Um, even when guys were leaving and guys did leave in that January window, everyone was still training as hard as possible up to the day they left. And I thought, I found that very impressive. But again, that comes from the top down is they're just, you're not allowed to have a wandering eye. You're not allowed to have any of that here because if you do, you're going to get found out and this squad is so deep that you'll be out of the squad as quick as that. So that's what we have here and I think that's really special. Um, so again, I know there's a lot of talk, but we're not bothered. We're not We're not fussy um, or, or worrying about that. We're just focused on this cup final. Your pal, AJ. Yeah, talks well, doesn't he? He's talker of the year, isn't he? He's brilliant. He's great. He's been More a breath. interviews from him, please. He's a breath of fresh air since he's come in to Celtic. You can tell the passion that he's got. I totally agree with him. I do not think there'll be any worries whatsoever I think the manager will uh, leak that into the dressing room he's talking about Callum McGregor there a leader the captain they'll be f- totally focused as will the manager and everyone concerned at Celtic to go and win the treble they're going in there as the biggest favourites ever they should go and win it but we know that sometimes miracles happen in football I can't see it so uh, I would need something special for Inverness but they deserve all the respect in the world because they got there and they, and, and they deserve to be there but I don't think there's any problem just now in that dressing room on the training pitch with players, coaching staff or manager it's all focused for Saturday yeah uh, no, he does speak well. No wonder in ice if only he gave you that advice. Well, <laughs> but he does say, listen, he's he's purely focused. That's, he's right when he says that the Celtic team before he arrived and then he, even in January are focused at country top down. The players will get on with the job. You know, guys like John Kennedy, Gavin Strachan behind the scenes will be getting on with the job because it will filter down for the manager. The manager's been in this game a long, long time. He's had speculation surrounding his career probably everywhere he's went, but he's remained focused and it'll be no different come this Saturday. How does Tam and Clydebank feel about it all, Tam? Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, right, first and foremost, I've been following this for a few days. Is it, this, is a, this is a job for Colombo or somebody like that, Tiger or something here, because I'm beginning to think that everything that I've seen in the telly, all the bulletins, right? Now, 
bear with me a wee second. The bulletins is all about Ange Postacoglu going to Tottenham, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no other manager in the frame out there mentioned. Tottenham probably may, may well have half a dozen names in the hat, but there's no other name mentioned. Also, there's nobody for Tottenham, even a wee representative came out and make a comment, there's nobody for Tottenham come on to any news bulletin that I saw saying that we're interested in Ange. Also, Ange is, obviously, we all know, he's got booked up for uh, the, the, the Japan tour during the summer. Uh, he's in the Champions League next year, straight in. Uh, I think... All the, all the clues and all the pointers. And also, uh, Mark, you were saying earlier, that's exactly what I came on to say as well. Tottenham have done in. They've done them in. Jose Mourinho, Conte and Pochettino. Three high-profile, high-profile managers that are proven. You know what I mean? And they've done them in. Now, surely Ange must... He's a wise guy. He's, he's not a, he's not a 32-year-old manager. He's plus than 60. Surely he's wise enough to think, here, wait a wee minute here. I'm going to go here. That's the, that's Daniel Levy and company here. They've, they've done in probably three top, top managers. European status, on way right. And, and all, all, all the clues, and all, all the, all the clues here, the jigsaw puzzle just doesn't add up. That leads me to believe that I think, which is his job, right? That, is it his agent, that guy, the Australian guy or whatever? I think he's just looked a couple of things to the press and he's done a bit of digging. He's maybe made an inquiry to Spurs. He's put in a wee feeler or two here or there and it's grew arms and legs. And I don't think there's anything in this at all. And and finally, I feel that the Tottenham fans would be upset us. Scotland sending down a Scottish manager. We just sent Brendan Rodgers down there and look what happened to him. And we sent Stephen Gerrard down there and look what happened to him. Rodgers won the FA Cup mm. and yeah. finished fifth and, with Leicester twice, to and be al- fair. And also, let, let's let's get back to Ange Postacoglu coming into Scotland. There were Celtic fans upset because they didn't know who he was, never heard of him, didn't bring his own backroom staff in. I don't mm. think, if, if Ange Postacoglu fancies that Tottenham job and he gets offered it, I do not think he would. He's got a character that believes in his own ability. Look at the job he's done in two years in Scotland at Celtic. He walked in to a club that was needing rebuilt, and he's been absolutely brilliant style of football. Look, I'm with every Celtic fan. I I want Scottish football to stay strong. Ash Postacoglu has been absolutely brilliant for Celtic, but brilliant for Scottish football. It's thrown the it's thrown the challenge out there to Rangers, Michael Beale. They're trying to take that up. I think that's exciting. I want him to stay, but I if he left it next week, then I would certainly not be surprised that he went to a club like Tottenham. Just Hotspur. a couple of points in in the name of accuracy, if you like, Mark Tams. Maybe now, but to say no other managers have been mentioned that's in the Tottenham, so there have been loads. I mean, that, and that's what Ange Postacoglu was alluding to. And maybe this is a sign that it's you know it's not necessarily all said and done. But Arnie Slot. Was the favourite last the week yeah. Go back weeks ago Like Nagelsmann was the front runner And then that didn't happen Brendan Rodgers mentioned In sort of dispatches So This has Lewis become Lewis Enrique Graham Potter's even in there Become a saga And I know what Tam means Yeah there is an absence of Sort of quotes directly Anyone from Spurs 
But it's also not really what you do It's not really the done thing Daniel Levy isn't going to come out today <laughs> And say Yeah we want Ange Postacoglu Because then you've got egg in your face If it doesn't Of course what, what clubs will probably do Is Brief people And then That's how the story yeah. Arises down south Well Very rarely If ever Have I seen a chairman Come out before They've got a deal over the line and say This is a guy who we want And we are going to push a boat to get him Because you're right You can end up looking silly uh, If things backfire on you So Tottenham are never going to do that But some of the connections there that I've mentioned before Are in place already So it's not very hard to, You know Tam's there saying that his agents probably Maybe made an inquiry and then dropped in a line I think there'll be constant dialogue Between his agent and Scotland, who's already in at Tottenham, so it's not like calling it the blue to inquire about Ange Postecoglou. There would have been conversations that have taken place, so it's not hard to see where all the pieces are are joining together on this one. But it will all come down to one guy making the decision, and that is a Celtic manager. And he'll get a glimpse Celtic if they do, which we think they will win the treble uh, on Saturday, and the. the there's already planned a parade at Celtic Park Then he'll get a glimpse of what the club Really means to the sports What he means to the supporters He's already seen it of course With some of the celebrations But he'll get a glimpse again Will that be enough to sway him and make his decision? I don't know Maybe he's split 50-50 Maybe he's decided he's already seen it Celtic We actually don't know But what we do know is This is a serious threat For Celtic fans That this is reality This, this could happen And Tottenham have the power the backing, the money To pull any of our managers at this league At ease Tom, we will see Thank you very much 01419511025 Great time to get in touch 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here on 01419511025. Um, amidst all the talk, actually, you know, of, of Celtic, did I hear mm-hmm. a, a rumour? You had the hoops back on yesterday, <laughs> ran out at Celtic Park in the hoops. Hey, hey, yeah. the hoops back on, spray painted on. They'll tell you Rolled the story. back the years. <laughs> I did. I was, I was lucky enough to be invited <laughs> along. To a game yesterday at Celtic Park for the foundation. Well, when I say I was lucky enough, I, I was I was second fiddle to I think it was James McFadden that was supposed to be there. <laughs> who, who didn't even play for Celtic, <laughs> right? Well, listen, I, I know my place between the yeah. the real legends and the guys who played for Motherwell and Everton. I'm I'm below them, so, but I went along anyway. And, uh, and yeah, the, I turned up and I went into the dressing room, and they've obviously done the prep. Could you remember where to go? Of course I didn't have a phone dressing room Left in the treatment room Yeah (laughs) (laughs) I found my way through there And the strip was already hanging up It was obviously For McFadden (laughs) Number 10 in the back It had your name on it I had Wilson Wilson So they obviously held off McFadden Uh, But the first thing I noticed was Oh that's That (laughs) that looks a bit small I was a medium I mean all the rest of the team Guys much smaller Mean height And all had larges Strips were hanging off them I think they did it on purpose So it was a medium size I squeezed into this thing <laughs> I mean when I say squeezed Do you know what happened No, when you get a t-shirt It's too tight And you're pulling it then I was trying to stretch it try to stretch it I was it. two o'clock yesterday Sun was beating down Oh no He's got the strip on And he's got sunburn His belly button <laughs> <laughs> By the way You're not far off Because it kept rolling up So I did every time I was running The belly hanging but out I mean it was tight I think they did it I mean James McFadden I play sixes with him as well 
well And he didn't look in that good shape But he must By the way when I played for Celtic My strips weren't even a medium They were all large I've got them up yeah, the loft They're all large 12. Wilson yeah. 10 Wilson, Wilson 10, 10 he, he, he says I played that I what, tell you what It was an upgrade in a Yeti I'll tell you that <laughs> 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 Some of the Celtic fans were saying Well done we'll get a new number 10 <laughs> No where I was playing <laughs> I thought I'll, Number 10 I'll be playing right back Somebody will shit Tosh McKinley was manager You're playing left mid oh, In the Jota role <laughs> Jota after he's eaten a few rolls Oh man I wish Imagine Jota was here to see it Oh and moustache and and Did you try any like step overs I did one step over Nearly fell over Honestly what, what, By the way the pitches They must have extended that pitch And made it wider Because no. it's a lot bigger It's part of your body That's extended since then And <laughs> it just feels bigger <laughs> Oh I tell you It's a big old place so he, he actually talks like a guy that's never play, played, played there. there I know but that, I mean it was a long time ago I could not believe the size yet Well uh, if Ange was watching I don't know what he thought of it anyway, <laughs> He'll be going to Spurs <laughs> 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 watching Like what used to play here. <laughs> Robert is on the line What's your take on the big story of the day Robert? Hi good evening panel Hello Hello good evening Yes we've got you loud and clear Robert What are you thinking with this Ange Postacoglu story? Well, I'm a Celtic and Manchester United supporter, so Ange Postigoglu is a Tottenham manager as of Monday next week. That's a foregone conclusion. Because if we just quickly examine the the interview he gave you and you played it at the beginning of the program, he never pledged his he never pledged himself to Celtic. He never said this is just a rumor, I'm staying here forevermore till we do this, that and the next thing. And that is a fact. So he's going to Tottenham. Celtic are going to win the cup. There's no question about it. And there's no, with all due respect to everybody, there's no any integrity. Let's remind ourselves of Mr. Brendan Rogers, Mr. Steve Gerald, indeed Mr. Michael Beale. He was pledging his undying love to Queenspan Rangers. And then Rangers came calling on and a few days later he was the Rangers manager. So I don't believe in... And all this, you know, loyalty and integrity, that doesn't exist. It's just money. And if Mr. Postacoglu goes to Tottenham, good luck to him, because he knows that Mr. Levy, if he gets rid of him, he's going to walk away with 10, 15 million pounds because they've been paying all sorts of money to the managers. So that's my take on it. It's a foregone conclusion. It's a done deal. Uh, I'm sorry. He, the only thing I would say, Robert, is you, you might be right again, no idea. But when you say that the interview we played earlier, I mean, he didn't come out and he didn't confirm that he was going to stay. Do you think he really can, though? I mean, for all we know, he's not actually been asked the question yet. He is going to leave at some point in the future. Is, is he really going to come out and say anything that might come back to bite him? A couple of days before a cup final, I know fans maybe want it but would you really expect him to come out and confirm that he's staying today I, I just don't feel like that was ever going to happen well I mean if somebody loves Celtic and says such a good, great you know team and the club and all the rest of it of course you should say listen this is just a room I'm not going to Tottenham I'm not going to Barcelona I'm not going anywhere I'm staying at Celtic make this club maybe do something in Europe he didn't say it because he's going to Tottenham you know it and everybody else knows it I, I don't know it, Mark um, And I, I'm fine if Robert wants to read Into the, the comments in that way I was there I asked some of the questions about The Spurs thing And as much as I would have liked it From a, a drama and a news perspective 
I never once expected Ange Postacoglu to completely knock this in the head today because it just doesn't really happen in that fashion. No, I don't think so. And why would he? Because I think you'd be a fool to think that Celtic is a final destination for Ange Postacoglu and he's going to do his work at Celtic Park and roll up and retire or, and go back to Australia. He's a hugely ambitious manager who who's managed at the top, who's managed at World Cup, but wants to have a, a realistic crack at... Top European football Now he had to do that Via Celtic And Celtic Gave him the opportunity Which he grabbed With both hands But I believe He, he, he will want to Go even further And test himself Even further So why would he say You know what No I'm I'm, I'm staying here Never mind the Tottenham thing Because who knows What Tottenham Has got to offer Now we all, we all speculate We all know the money That Gets banded about down there for managers in particular But none of really know what he's been offered Or what he's been promised in terms of a transfer kitty uh, And what the club's you know, outlines are for the coming next three to five years All that could be super attractive to him Or, on the other hand, he might take one look at that and go Well, you know what, it's a bit unrealistic The budget you're giving me here to try and break the top four Which is streets ahead and I don't think it's doable that might be the case, but we don't know for sure either way what he's going to do. Well, we've got a 50 50 split tonight with Celtic supporters. <laughs> it certainly feels that I, way. I, do you know, the, the one. But specifically on, on Robert's take on it, because I, I, I get it and I said it earlier. If I was a Celtic fan, I'd want to switch on the radio tonight mm. and hear him saying, I'm going nowhere. I still don't know if it was ever likely to happen, not because he is, but just because it. It's not, is it at that stage I've got to, I've got to give uh, Ange Postacoglu a lot of credit here I think he's handled this brilliant It must be a bit of pressure on him to come out and make a statement But he's more concentrating on his players The players he brought to the club The players that he developed How he's turned them into this team that the Celtic fans love And two days away he's got a treble So he's playing it down Of course he's never come, going to come out and make big statements He's brushing it aside Everything will come out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it may be. And I think Mark's right. We can sit here and speculate all we want. Celtic fans can do the same. If he gets made that offer, there's only one man that makes the decisions. Timing's everything. Does he feel it's a time or does he want another year or so at Celtic Park? That is where we're going to be next week Somebody, somewhere Some people are going to be drastically wrong One way or the other Robert, is it a foregone conclusion that he's gone? Robert will probably be the final caller of this first hour And I go back to the first caller of the night Who is as convinced that it's not happening yeah. And it's two supporters from the same fan base Exactly uh, And it, it is difficult to call it Because Celtic are such a huge club And what Ange Postecoglou still has to do In terms of the Champions League And he's hugely ambitious about that The top table European football but not enough to keep him here then? Um, you would like to think so You would like to think he could develop Celtic But then you have to think How far can Celtic go in that competition? You then take Spurs on the other hand Who obviously won't be in the Champions League this year But if Daniel Levy tells him the right things Of what he's got to invest in the next few years Spurs has got a realistic chance of then winning the Champions League. They were in the final four years ago. That's the difference what you're dealing with. Competing in the Champions League and getting out the group stages to potentially going to a club that could challenge to win it. They feel like a bit off that now though, don't they? I know they were oh, in the final four years do. ago. But... Of course they do. But who knows what a new manager could be. Spurs has been a shambles in the last mm. few years. 
All that could change with a right man at the top Robert it was a pleasure I'm sure we'll hear your take on it all When it pans out one way or the other Thanks again for getting in touch tonight Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football One of the worst beat the pundits ever last night Just awful, just an awful standard Cammy Bell, it was two each It went to a tie break Even the tiebreaker was like rubbish They were both so far off But he still somehow won Tell him the tiebreaker question How How many clubs in total ever history Have won the Scottish Cup? 28. Right, so that, that's not <laughs> that's far off answer. the answer. But the, the, the contestant went six and Cammy went seven or something. It was wild. Anyway, we're hoping for a better performance tonight and I'm hoping for a victory for the listeners. So if you want to play Beat the Pundit, you need to call before seven o'clock on 0141 951 1025. Tackle the headlines. 0141 Celtic's new number 10 Mark Wilson <laughs> And Gordon DL Join me tonight On 01419511025 As you would imagine Lots and lots Being said already About Ange Postacoglu And Spurs He The man himself Spoke today Kept his cards Close to his chest He's focusing fully On the Scottish Cup final Which is understandable And the calls so far Have ranged everywhere From He's getting a five year deal On Saturday To he is 110% gone and it's a foregone conclusion. So I don't know where you find yourself. Maybe somewhere in between, but you can keep those thoughts coming. Huge night in the playoffs as well. We're going to go to Firhill next and speak live to Gabriel, who's there. So Thistle fans, Ross County fans, get in touch. And anything else that's on your mind tonight, now is the time to share it, please. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, beat the pundit time. Let's see how tonight goes with Brian in Bishop Briggs. How's it going, Brian? Aye, not bad, guys. Now, I'm reliably informed, Brian, you have played before, but years ago you managed to win. Is that, is that the, the story? That's correct. I beat Charlie Mulgrew. Aye. Well, that must have been a while ago. Yeah. Charlie's, Charlie's only been on a couple of times. There we go. That is no claim to fame, uh, Brian. Um, his football uh, knowledge is all right. You know, Charlie was quite good when he was on. He? I think must he panicked. One nil from memory. Is the sign ball pride of place in the mantelpiece, Brian? No, no. I dug that destroyed it, so I want to get another one. A chick. A what? A dog that destroyed it. <laughs> what was the dog's name? Uh, precious. <laughs> Not so precious. Precious <laughs> I'm going to send this precious sign ball to you, uh, Brian. Look after this one if you win, will you? I Gordon, I actually tagged you in a, a photo on Twitter years ago with the dog sitting next to the ball. So like, uh, do you know it ring, rings a bell? It actually does uh, ring a bell. Uh, honestly, precious bad dog. Honestly, <laughs> right. Heads, it will be Mark Wilson. Tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it is. It's tails. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm, sure? I'm up against Brian and Precious. Who's your form? Good, very good. I'm getting in as fully confident. I was studying all day for a quiz night tonight. You told me. I know. I'm raging. Know. I'm raging. Is there going to be a quiz with her. Look, Bl- I, I, do you know what I would say? Look, I've got all my details. He's actually brought study notes. <laughs> Let me see that piece of paper. Let me see that right now. Hope pass that over. Give me that quick. <laughs> no, you're not. Right Come on. <laughs> I'm taking Brian. No, you're not getting it. So what I did <laughs> say. Bl- blame blame Spurs, right? Right. And blame Partick Thistle Because I, I thought tonight was going to be perfect I, I was getting inundated with messages from people saying DL versus Wilson end the season quiz I do like that right? I And I, I like love the idea as well But 
where would we have fitted it in tonight? I studied what I mean? all day. We'll I get, stayed just in. Just drop Ange and drop the, the playoffs. <laughs> Ange, Ange would have been happy. Like Instead of the show, we do it to nine o'clock, ah, and you two can quiz from yeah, eight tonight. Come on, let's get Brian. And right. precious put to bed Right I'm going to give you Some greatest hits radio To listen to Brian 30 seconds Answer as many as you can Pass if you don't know The answer okay Aye that's fine Tell Gordon I was amazing Even if I get a zero I will do I'll, I'll, I'll do the mind games Are you ready That's fine Yeah go for it Which English side Did Stephen Davis play for Between his Rangers spells Southampton Who are the only side In Scotland's Euro 2024 group Who have previously won the tournament Pass which Ukrainian side did Celtic draw against twice in this year's Champions League? Oh, pass. Who did Callum Davidson replace as St Johnston manager? Um, oh, uh, I forgot his name, pass. pass. Who's, who's got more Scotland caps, Kevin Nisbet or Lauren Shankland? Uh, Kevin Nisbet. In what year did Partick Thistle last play in the Scottish Premiership? 1999. Let's bring back Gordon DL. Can you hear us? Yes. You're bang up against it. Am I? Brian was sensational. Right, let's see. Ready? Go. Brian got 11. Brilliant, out of 10. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, go. Which English side did Stephen Davis play for between his Rangers spells? Southampton. Who are the only side in Scotland's Euro 2024 group who have previously won the tournament? Spain. Which Ukrainian side did Celtic draw against twice in this year's Champions League? Uh uh, Shagner I don't know Pass What <laughs> Just go Who did Callum Davidson Replace the St Johnston manager uh, to- uh, Tommy Wright Let's get more Scotland caps Kevin Nisbet Or Lawrence Shankland Nisbet Shatner Donetsk uh, Who are they I don't know That's what you just did I did You shouldn't have beat the punter And it's not a pretty sight <laughs> oh, oh, I got us I a was, bit of bother there I was on the right tune wasn't I Am I getting that? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get beat with the William, William Shagner. Um, Brian, what are you thinking? Oh, I've beat him definitely. Beat him, I think yep. so. Oh, hundred percent. I the balls, mate. Yep. Is he? Which English <laughs> side did? Shut up, Brian. Did Stephen Davis <laughs> play for? One. Between his spells at Rangers, it was Southampton. You both got it. One all. Who's the only side in Scotland's Eurogroup who've previously won the tournament? It was Spain. So Gordon goes 2 1 in front. Who <laughs> <laughs> did Brian say? Uh, pass. Uh, pass. Uh, um, which Ukrainian side did Celtic draw against twice in this year's Champions Shatner. League? Surprisingly, it was not Shatner. <laughs> um, much to the amazement of the listening audience. And Brian, come on. I know you're a Rangers fan, but you did that thing, Brian. You heard the word Celtic and you went, oh, I don't know, pass. Come on, you must have remembered Shakhtar Donetsk, no? Oh, I said it wrong, didn't I? See, funny, funny you say that because I remember that Madrid played exactly, three in that night. exactly. Right. But this is what you, you you condition yourself to thinking you know nothing about the rivals. So Brian, anyway. how are you feeling now? Oh no, you've beat me, God! <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, that confidence has been drained. Especially Me precious is getting well, it's not over the yet. back door. Tommy Wright uh, was the manager 3 1. Oh, I see you later. However, no, 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 Going wrong for you In what year did Partick Thistle Last compete in the Scottish Premiership You said 1999 <laughs> It was 2018 
No, no way. <laughs> hey, Brian. See if you turn around. The only thing me precious will be grabbing the night is the back of you. Hanging on. <laughs> that's the only thing that's tuned. He ain't tuned one of your balls, what son. You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've got a better one ratio than you anyway I feel you have Well done Brian Thank you very much No sign ball to me uh, You're happy with that one Oh you? get in there He was so confident Oh I shan't I don't believe that <laughs> Den- <laughs> I should have just went Denesk I'd have probably got it wouldn't I how can you know Shattered and S I watched him twice In the studio here yeah, Right The reason was I was thinking of The other teams well, but William Shatner Instead he just nah, come he in He felt a wee rumble In his tummy <laughs> And he just thought Listen <laughs> It was good enough For wee precious eh? He'll be saying Need ball Can I be <laughs> pets at home well, Can I be honest I don't, I don't mean to take this Show on a, a turn That it doesn't you know, I, I don't want to go down a road, especially when there's such a feeling of glee in the air. But I was just nervous about the precious jokes in case he didn't have precious anymore. Do you know what I mean? Oh. I didn't clear that up. Oh, oh no! I, see, I don't know why I've said that. Well. Oh, I don't know. Make me feel bad. Oh, I'm sure he does, right? But I don't know uh, why. This just says something about the way my brain operates. Get him back on. I'm just always worried that we offend people. See, I'm totally different for you. I've got the image in my head him running round the coffee table with wee man on the back side. Good. Right, <laughs> I, let's stick with that then. That, that sounds. <laughs> I thought I'd get you a ball. <laughs> let's stick with that. Um, let's go to Firhill and get a build up to what is a massive night in the Scottish Premiership playoffs. It wasn't 1999 The last time we had Partick Thistle 2018 And Gabriel is wondering If tonight is the start Of a return to the top flight Yeah well you said it there Gordon It's one of the biggest fixtures In the Scottish football calendar It's here The Premiership play-off final First leg begins in Glasgow We've got to start with the host Partick Thistle Are absolutely flying I spoke to manager Chris Doolan On Tuesday Since takes huge confidence From the previous games Says his players Have learned to handle The pressure Of these playoffs They've scored 16 goals In the four matches so far Won all of them And of course It was rounded off last week With a brilliant 5-0 hammering Of Air United And as we know no team has ever reached the top flight having finished fourth and started in the quarterfinals. Doolan says someone has to break that record and he believes it can be his side. They've not lost in 10 matches, but we do know that there is a bit of a gap, at least there can be, between the two leagues. And Thistle haven't played a team as big or as physical as this county side all season. Let's get to the team news, though. And Doolan names an unchanged 11 from seven days ago. A show of faith in these players. The team is as follows. David Mitchell in goal. Jack McMillan right back with Aaron Muirhead and Darren Brownlee at centre-half. Kevin Holt will play on the left-hand side of defence. Kyle Turner and Ross Doherty are at the base of midfield with Aidan Fitzpatrick, Stevie Lawless and Scott Tiffany ahead of them. Brian Graham leads the line. The substitutes are Snedden, Bannigan, Dowds, Smith, McKinnon, Mullen, Owens, McKenzie and Stevenson. Well, what about the visitors then? Ross County coming down here having finished 11th of course in the Premiership. They failed to win any of their last three matches. They've been in the top flight for four consecutive seasons. They want to make it a fifth one. They know that they've got the return leg in Dingwall on Sunday, but they want a positive result here. Manager Malky Mackay has made four changes from that 3-1 defeat at Kilmarnock on Sunday that confirmed that they were playing this match. A Smith, Tilson, Awura and Loture all come in. Watson, Yakoviti, Kenna and Kankola are out. It's also a change from a three at the back to a four at the back and it's a much more attacking side. 
It's Ross Laidlaw in goal, a back four of Connor Randall, Jack Baldwin, Dylan Smith and George Harmon. Awara Edwards will start on the right-hand side of midfield with Jan Dander on the left. Jordan Tilson and Victor Latoury are in the middle. Alex Samuel and Jordan White are up top. Substitutes of Monroe, Perrington, Cancola, Sims, Watson, Murray and Kenner. The referee here is David Monroe and for the first time here at Firhill in these playoffs, VAR is in action and Andrew Dallas is in charge. Should be an absolute cracker over two legs of course, but uh, some of the playoffs we've seen so far have been almost over by the end of the first leg. Surely this one will be a bit closer. Andy is a Thistle fan, he's from, from Drumchapel but he's on his way to the game. How are you feeling Andy? I'm alright there guys, thanks for having me on I'm in the stadium just now But I take a wee bit of uh, uh, disagreement with Gabriel's report there Saying that this is going to be the most physical team we've come up with Have you seen some of those hatchet men in the championship this season? Listen, that may be a fair point I suppose maybe a bit of physical threat up front as well for Ross County Let's not argue about that for too much longer What are you? How confident are you, Andy? You've got all the momentum and the confidence and the upward trajectory But obviously it is a, it's a step up in terms of Premiership quality opposition so how confident are you? It is guys it is guys you're right but you know we're flying just now I remember in 2018 I phoned you up we were playing Livy in the, the playoffs and I think it was Hugh Keevans had said to me that we were a, a Premiership team we were doing well and I remember saying that night that Livy were flying and we were on the downer well coming into this playoffs I'm hoping it's the other way around I'm confident but you're right this is probably the, the best team out of the lot that we're going to play um, I, I think I'm going up to Dingwall on Sunday as well and I'd like two goals. If we can take a two-goal cushion up with us, I think we can do it. Um, we're not going to write Ross County off, um, but I'd like to think that they're, they're down in their luck and that you know some of the mindsets um, are maybe know where they need to be. Chris Dillon's came in. He's done absolutely brilliant turning this team around for the positive thinking and the way we're playing. It's for attack. It's like you said last week. Um, if we've got Tiff going down one, one wing and they counter it, then we send the ball over the other side and we send 50 down the other wing and and hopefully we can just have a crack of their game. I'm up at half four tomorrow morning, so I'm hoping I go to bed with a smile on my face tonight. <laughs> I take I take that point. If you're Partick Thistle, you're thinking, well, we were on the wrong end of this. Just a few years ago, we were the Premiership team, but we were sinking. We had no momentum, we had no confidence, and Livy passed us by. Hopefully we can do that to Ross County. It's always the hope if you're the Championship team. It doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, I think Andy's right. They're absolutely flying, banging goals in for fun. Playing with confidence, and that's the most important thing. Chris Dolan's given them such a lift, uh, given the fans, given everybody uh, at Partick such a lift as well. So I, I, I totally agree with Andy. I'm still sort of a favouring uh, the Premier League team. I think County up at Dingwall will be a very, very difficult game for Partick. But Andy's right. If Partick can go up there with a, a 2 0, and County have really got to come out and have a go at them, they've obviously got players. With the quality mm. that can go and score goals Partick have got some good experienced players That will not crumble tonight There'll be a big crowd mm. in there It'll be a terrific game I am looking forward to these two games I think it'll be cracking Andy you're in the stadium already There's 45 minutes to kick off So I take it it's not building up It's not filling up yet But it's going to be some night isn't it? It's filling up now And we've uh, we've sold it the home end And see while I'm on the phone One thing I want to say as well Is I think Ross County's brought 300 fans down with him and it's a, it's a Thursday night and they've got a long way to travel a long way to go back up the road so if any of them are listening fair play to them for making that journey I take my hat off to them Good on you Andy enjoy the game hopefully we'll catch up in the aftermath depending which we will no matter which way it goes let's hear from a Ross County fan Yvonne is on the line Yvonne you've just heard the Partick Thistle side of things how do you feel as a County fan? 
Well, I'm not obviously as confident as he is. But uh, hey-ho, there's, there's, there's a few cup finals on this weekend, all involving Highland teams. And I'm hoping that we will be successful in our cup finals that we're playing. But uh, it, it's, it's, it is another cup final for us. It's anyone's, anyone's game tonight, really. I know they're flying. We've got the capability. I think we can do it. Yeah, I mean, Malky McKay was speaking in the last couple of days and mentioning that, you know, actually after the split, still won, I think, was it two of the games and have played all right at times. What what makes you think this team's got enough to sort of stave off a confident and uh, a championship team with that momentum? As I say, it's, it's, it's a one-off game tonight and I think if they come out and do what they we know they're capable of um, and... The winning the winning round has got to come to an end sometime, so hopefully tonight it will be our night. That's the thing. The pre- the previous episodes of the playoffs are entirely irrelevant, but it's just interesting to think back. You know whether it is this or the last time, and there have there have been loads since we had them reintroduced. Where you think this championship team they're the one with the momentum. Um, I remember when Falkirk played Kilmarnock, and I think Falkirk then even won the first leg, and then Kilmarnock battered them the second leg and stayed up. Um, the real shock obviously was that first one with Hamilton Ackies beating Hibs and again that was one where you just had the feeling that Hibs were just dropping and dropping and dropping as the weeks ticked off towards the end of the season is that the case for Ross County? I mean Dundee United for instance had they lost their all, they lost all five of mm-hmm. their post-split games Ross County didn't quite do that is there still enough there do you think for Malky McKay to draw on they're a mixed bag for me sometimes I look at them and I think yeah some real decent players they'll be able to handle Partick Thistle and then other times you watch some of their games and they're very easy to break down at the back score goals against I think I think everything will depend on the first result tonight I really do if Partick Thistle can get a good lead going up there I think it'll be difficult for Ross County but if Ross County stay in this game home advantage the way they can play in Dingwall I think they'll just edge it But this season Every playoff From the bottom up It's the bottom club The lowest uh, place club That's won the playoff So that might be a wee omen For Partick Thistle tonight That's right about Ross County Nothing nothing more summed up Ross County's season Than the second last game Against St Johnson Where the score in the 90th minute An absolute belter from Baldwin And you think Wow that result's massive then they concede in the 94th minute an equaliser which puts them in the mess that they were going to Rugby Park. So, unpredictable. They can score goals at one end but weak at the other end. Now, that might just determine the outcome of this tie. Two front men, Jordan White, 11 goals this season. Brian Graham at the other side, 20 goals for Partick Thistle. And the caller before Andy is right and saying Partick Thistle do carry a threat with our wide guys and Wallace in there with his experience. You'd fancy both teams to score tonight You've heard from both sets of fans Let's hear from both managers Chris Doolan then Malky McKay We're in the best shape we could be in I think the boys have learned a lot in the playoffs In terms of dealing with it We've had four playoff games under that pressure To handle that pressure and deliver We've scored 16 goals in those games So to handle that type of pressure in uh, the playoffs is, is a big feather in the cap of those players The playoffs... Are notoriously difficult We, we know that um, Everybody goes on You know, The fourth place team's never done it and I said a long time ago, 
records have to be broken at, t- at some point, have to be set at some point. Why not us? Undoubtedly going to be a tough game for us. Partly this and they're playing well. I'm sure that there'll be plenty of people thinking that the possibility that we're the underdogs for the game. But again, Ross County are always underdogs for, for everything that they do in the Premier League. So it'll not be any different as far as that's concerned. Looking forward to that one then. An eight o'clock kickoff. So still a bit of time. We'll continue the build-up. I've got a funny feeling we're not done with the Ange Postacoglu calls either. So we'll hear from more of you next time. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 0141 951 1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. So please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you on the show tonight. We are on the full time teaser as well. We've got one Yeah we do Stephen McCara has sent it in He wants you to name Eight players Currently In the MLS Who've previously played For Rangers Or Celtic Eight Current players Playing in the MLS And have previously played For Rangers Or Celtic Danny Wilson Yes Bonus points If you can tell me who Timbers uh, Timbers Portland Timbers No no. Right. No. Um, okay. Lewis Morgan. Morgan. Yep. Okay. City. We'll we'll leave it City. there. New York. What is it? New York Red Bulls. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Never right place. Leave it there. That's two. So you've made an up. It is Danny Wilson. Colorado Rapids. Rapids. Oh, that's who meant. Aye. Oh, Speaking of the MLS, you weren't here on Tuesday. What about his big video message from Alistair oh! Johnson? By the way, I know a, I know. sometimes I have a go at you. That was, that was right impressive. Back. He's delivered. That's that was right good. Back. That's a right back. How much did you pay him for that? I pay him in. I just he recognised a bit of talent. A bit of help. Look, I, I must admit to... I was gutted when I seen it. Oh, I, it looked, I looked a genuine message. Head over to our, it's on our Twitter feed. I think it's on TikTok, Instagram. It's all there. Look at you milking it, putting all our socials. No, no, no. We, we, I mean, uh, we've got it on ours. He so would have forced you to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he I, would have forced I, it. I want to, I want to pick up on something there because someone showed me it in the. Obviously, I'm not a Twitter fan, but who had the nerve to put on? Rangers legend I had to have a gig Yeah I mean I that. think That was probably that's was tongue in cheek Come on That's a bit much I think it was tongue in cheek Don't <laughs> get me wrong <laughs> He's described Somebody's described him I the, would, the poster uh, Of this yeah, post Someone in here I, 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 And I know who it is And he'll be lying out there Very shortly I, I, Rangers I'm, legend Let's <laughs> ask Willie Miller that There's not After that call oh, Final I display tore, I tore the two apart I, I don't um, I don't get embarrassed with a lot of things, but that's a bit over. Ah, so you Come on, be. boys. Mm, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting choice. You know, I mean, if this guy here played all the games with Celtic and can't even get a bus to Liverpool with people that's not even <laughs> never mind Liverpool, <laughs> Celtic Park, McFadden was ahead of me. <laughs> so I don't feel that bad now. Uh, anyway, right, that was let's, impressive. Though. Let's I'll let that teaser bubble away. Stephen sent it in tonight to full time at Clyde1.com. That's what you need to do. Come up with a question. Send it to that email address and see if the pundits can come up with the answers. It is that simple. Let's bring in David from Govan Partick Thistle fan. Confident, David? Absolutely confident. We're, we're flying just now. I don't really fear them because they've they got a loss of faith. They'll be coming down here petrified to play us tonight. Was there a point in the season where you never imagined this, David? Uh, when, when we were under Ian McCall, Ian McCall's a legend, a Partick Thistle legend, uh, but when we were under Ian McCall, the true Thistle fans could really see that the team were really 
they weren't going anywhere. We were losing at home against our broth. We were losing at home against Hamilton. And I think we would have been lucky if we were even in the Rafe Rovers position come the end of the season. So people were shocked when we, when we, like, we departed company with Ian McCall after the Rangers game, after the performance we put on at Ibrox. And people were like, oh, that's, that's, just, that's a crazy decision. But it's proved that you know, Chris Doolan is an absolute legend for what he's done and also the, the personal turmoil that, that lad has went through to still be there and stick through what he believes. He's just a legend. I don't even think he could do anything wrong even if we did go up to the Premiership, which I fully believe we will, I still don't believe that that guy could do anything wrong if we came straight back down again on. Because in my eyes, the guy's just a legend. Wow. I mean, it is one of those stories, Mark, that would, you know, it's got a lot of plots to it. But the Chris Doolan story, the way he was already revered by the Thistle fans, the goals, the appearances, and now with a 180 minute or so chance to take them into the top flight as well. Well, it's been an incredible rise for him over the past seven months or so. Uh, and even before that, you know, going back to Thistle as a coach and coaching the young players, uh, even he probably couldn't envisage what was going to happen within the next six, seven months that he was going to find himself in the prime spot to be promoted to first team manager. You know, when Ian McCall started the season, I think everybody would have thought that Ian McCall would have gave it a good crack. And if this were going to make a change, I would have came at the end of the season, but circumstances dictated that he went. And Chris Doolan was right there, ready to take the place, a ready-made replacement. Maybe not in terms of coaching experience, but the hold they had over the fans. I mean, David thinks of him, and a lot of the Thistle fans are like that. So the appointment was always going to be greeted well. But he then had to back it up with results. And listen, you cannot argue with what he's done since he's been in the job. An incredible run. And then to take them into the playoffs and kind of cement that even further is incredible. But this is his biggest test. Up against a Premiership side that carries danger. Um, it's going to be difficult. But you imagine if he gets promoted. I mean, what what a run he's been on. So fair play to him. Tough job to take well, over. He's, he's, he's brought, Marcus, he's brought belief. He's brought belief to the, the, the club. He's brought belief to the players and the supporters. You hear David there saying, you know, even if he get promoted and get relegated, he's still a legend of the club. That's how much they think of him. Uh, Wonders David will really feel that way after a couple of batterings. And no chance. <laughs> no chance. You're born here, gone. He must go. I know he's a legend. We still love him, but he needs to be out. That's what happens. That's the nature of football. They'll fancy it tonight, Party Thistle. You look at Ross County's record just now. Last three games, I think they've only... They've only picked up a point. Um, they're losing goals. They're coming down. They know that Partick Thistle bang in for them. But Partick Thistle need to keep that going. They'll need to be at it. It's been a big ass. They've played a lot of football. They've answered every question that's been thrown at them. Scoring plenty of goals. Entertaining as well. But this is another step up. I just think that Anybody along at that game tonight for Hills and for a great night of football. Thank you very much, David. From one David to another, this one has Ange Postacoglu on his mind. Oh, David, how do you see it all playing out? Uh, good evening, gents. Hello. Hope you're all well. All good, thank you. All good. What are you thinking? Uh, I truly believe that Ange uh, will be on his way, and, and it's a couple of reasons, to be honest, folks. It's uh, trusty stocks never been higher. Um, and what he's done at Celtic, that's what Spurs need. They need to galvanise that group of players together. What also is, he's absolutely fantastic with the media, absolutely unflappable. Uh, and I think the guy in charge of Spurs likes that, Levy. And 
the third thing, the most important thing for me that makes me think he'll be on his way is the lack of challenge up here in Scotland. He's won the treble, so he's a very egotistical guy. So he says, right, I'll set my target for next year. We're going to win English. Well, I'll win the treble again. So what if he doesn't win the treble? What about and, Champions League, though? Would that be enough to try and use that as the next step? But you think about it, you need to be realistic. So what, does he get through the group stages? Is, is that enough for him? And, what, and how much investment would he need to put into that Celtic team to do better in Champions League where he'd be doing multi-million pound deals, best stadium in the land just been built and he starts again building a team where top six in England and then he goes on. It's it's all about him, it's about what his target is and nobody knows that yet but I truly believe I would shake his hand and say thanks very much what you've done for Celtic but I can understand why you want to go for the bigger challenge. Mm, it's kind of, there's a lot to it Mark You know, David's pointing out he operates in a certain way he thinks that'll appeal to Daniel Levy it'll, without getting inside the head of Ange Postacoglu presumably we're not even at that stage yet you wonder what he thinks about Spurs and about Daniel Levy and about this I mean let's be honest he's been allowed to have a real real level of control over who he's brought to Celtic you, at clubs of that size do you get that control would you like that well, that's what these initial meetings will be. If Spurs ask a question and Celtic grant permission for Ange Postecoglou then to speak to Spurs, this is what will be discussed over the table. You know, the Celtic manager came into Celtic when the club was a, a mess. You know, there's no real structure in place. There was players going out the door. They needed so many players to come in and you know, hit the ground running and Ange Postecoglou had a list of them and he got his way and he controlled that. Things operate different uh, in the English Premier League and, you know, if the Celtic manager wants to control things that way, then it maybe is a big ask. I don't know but as you if say, he would have that we, level of we, control. We don't know the strength of the relationship with Scott Munn, as we've yeah. mentioned, Australian, uh, reported to be an ally of Ange Postecoglou or certainly... Uh, one that's in favour of that move happening, so that that could be that could be the one that sort of progresses the deal, sort of progresses the deal because that would mean a lot if he's got an ally on the inside at the top who knows how he works. Then I think any manager, not just Ange Postecoglou, would feel more comfortable going into a club like that. And you almost you're you're one ahead already. You know you're not having to. Fight your battles with a chairman who barely knows you, who who's only going what he's seen in the media mm. or, or or your successes at another club. This guy knows Ange Postecoglou and vice versa. So that's the one that could progress things quicker. There's still a cup final to be played. There would still need to be a question asked in an agreement. But David, it sounds like you've already made your peace with it. I, I think you're resigned to the fact that we're up here uh, and. He's a real deal. You can tell he's a real deal. It's probably the first time I've seen, I know some people on here's colleagues in the media on the TV, it's the first time I've seen sort of those guys saying they want to see the back of him or they want to see him going because he's such a big deal. As long as Ange Postecoglou's in Scotland, Rangers are not going to do anything. They won't because he's got that mentality. They'll actually impose on the board to get more players in and make it stronger and stronger and stronger. So, uh, I can see I'm going out the door after the cup final. Win the cup, and he'll say thanks very much, and you'll say thanks very much as well. I've seen stuff about you know the strengthens his hand at Celtic, and this whether it's him contractually or whether it's what he's allowed to bring in. You know, 
Is that a possibility? No, I, Can I've, that be enough? No, I, I, look, I'll always give you a little bit more power But I think that Ange Postacoglu's got all the strength he needs at Celtic If he wants to stay at Celtic and progress for another couple of years Then I'm sure that he will get everything uh, and, and, and he's in his disposal for him to go and make Celtic better and better and look at the European campaign. I think David talks great sense here. He makes great points about the the lure of the English Premier League, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the the sort of a money, the the budgets, everything there. He's got people inside the club that he knows. Now, the point I pr- uh, picked up with David is, he's right, it'll be down to Ange Postacoglu to see what his next movement is in his management career. He may well stay. And I think every Celtic fan hopes that that is going to be the decision. But I think that there's a small chance he may just look at everything about timing. If he wins that treble, he might walk away just as high as a kite. Only a small chance? Yeah, because I still... Look, we don't know what's going on behind um, closed doors, Gordon. He might look at that club and think, I can go in there and do what I've done at Celtic and achieve at Celtic. Or he might look at a few stumbling blocks. Yes, you can look at Mourinho's field, you know, Conti's field. Pochettino obviously got them to the... But the stadium's magnificent. The the rebuild is there and I think he likes that challenge because he walked into Celtic and he had a massive job and he was absolutely brilliant. Never brought any staff with him. Just took on the job, took on the, the, the challenge and was brilliant, so he might just have that same mm. fire to go and do it at Tottenham. This was Matt O'Reilly's take on it all when he was asked earlier today. Ah, it's not hard, to be honest. Uh, there's always so much noise in football, uh, even with players, with managers, all sorts. There's a lot of the stuff in the media all the time, you know, that sure wears jobs, but in terms of like what we see, for me personally, I don't believe most of the things I see just because I know how football works. Um, you know, I'm sure he's very happy where he is because we're doing very well. No, he's a very good manager. I think that's proven by the football we play and the results that we've provided. Obviously provided so much success to the club and hopefully that continues. Um, and naturally fans are attached to someone who brings so much success to the club. I think same goes for the players in the group right now. I'm sure everyone's you know, everyone's had good seasons for the most part. So naturally there's going to be interesting players, but hopefully we can just keep as many together and kind of push on even more having been in dressing rooms Mark Wilson where maybe a, I'm not saying a similar situation but just generally speaking can players get a bit anxious when this stuff happens I mean especially if, like Matt O'Reilly if it's a manager that brought you in is it as easy as he says to block out the, the speculation the noise um, not sure it's easy when you've got a game as big as a, a cup final then perhaps over the next coming days it is but after the cup final's done and dusted, I think players will get anxious. It's like any employment. If you're in a comfortable job and you're doing well and you like your manager and he likes you, then if there's rumours of that manager leaving, anybody would get anxious over that. So I think comes Sunday when the dust settles, if this rumbles on into next week and reports... Uh, are getting stronger and stronger then of course the Celtic players going away their holidays and international duty will be a bit anxious about what they are coming back to in the first day of pre-season uh, Thank you to David it was nice to speak to David and Carntine how are you two faring on this teaser we're looking for eight players currently in the MLS that have previously played for Rangers or Celtic so you've given me Lewis Morgan and Danny Wilson Jack Marcus must be one 
Of course he is, well done Plays for Matt Atlanta Who texts you Matt Polster? I didn't, I got it Don't start and I'll tell you another Do one Do you believe that? Don't I'm, know but when you were speaking there He was, he was raising his fist I, air like Hold on, I'm on a roll Sands <clears throat> James Sands, that is five Let's leave it there We'll try and get the other three next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Super Scoreboard Welcome back to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Where during the break someone decided to move my mic over the other side of the studio And then I just panicked I just put the fader up and looked and thought where am I supposed to be oh, speaking we, oh, here? We missed a chance here. We I could have said anything into the main mic because it was over your we side. We should have just held it over here. Well, uh, I let him come over. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's such a slick professional operation that you're listening to. We're 15 minutes away from kickoff between Partick Thistle and Ross County at Fir Hill. Big crowd expected. The chance to lay down a marker, take the advantage in the first leg of the Premiership playoff. So we'll probably go back to Fir Hill before the end. Of the show and check in there How are you two getting on with the full time teaser I know most people listen a lot But just in case anyone's listening for the first time Welcome, where have you been? The full time teaser is quite simple You, the listener, comes up with a question You send that question in And we then see if the pundits can come up with the answers So it's always a bit of fun just towards the end of the show Tonight we're looking for 8 players in the MLS Who've previously played for Celtic or Rangers Danny Wilson Lewis Morgan Georgios Jakimakis Matt Polster Which is the best shout so far And James Sands Which means you've got three to get So I'll take one guess each I'm going to go back a bit I don't know if he's retired Is it Carlos Bocanegra? No <sighs> Patrick Clamalla? No Where's he moved to? Hapoel Beersheva Oh no That was your ace Ah back. that was I thought that was a belter yeah, he did go to Red Bulls Red Bulls, he? aye Celtic But he oh, appears to be Oh, we're struggling a little bit now Yeah, 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 yeah Okay <laughs> the, thing, the one thing I This maybe says more about His lack of playing career at Celtic The thing I remember most about Patrick Klamala I think we got like a Polish football expert on The night that he signed You know, we'll do that To sort of get aye. an inside track on him And I think the poor guy Who's never heard of Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard before, I'm sure Basically said I don't really get it I don't know if he's going to do much And of course he got absolutely <laughs> battered by our listeners And uh, I wonder if he's now Sitting at home having the, the Polish The last laugh <laughs> Polish sports desk Celtic? No None Kamala Where's my one? Nah, three to get Three to get One more guess from you just now? No? Maybe <sighs> I'm way out of this I could maybe make a fool of myself here Is it Salam? You did Sa- say Shatner Donetsk uh, earlier Is it Salam or something? It played with Rangers Midlay Park Salam? Salam Is it Salam? No yeah, you pulled that, that's, a, that's a person he played But I don't he's... I'm trying to just think Just guys, think of just names, names Who played now, for Rangers Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why start with him? Then she went back to America Did he um, play in America? I mean he was American that's oh, see, that's well. He was actually born in Germany, but he, he did represent the. Yeah, uh-huh. so you know, wasn't him? No, I mean, he appears to be at Den Bosch in the Netherlands. Ah, well, it's not. No. Do you know what? He was at New York FC till last year. I think somebody's feeding you these answers and they're feeding you wrong ones. <laughs> exactly. That's what's happening, isn't well, it? Where I would can, you have pulled him from? I can honestly tell you, in my hand, my heart, nobody's feeding me those. I don't think you've well, even heard of him. What position did he play? Midfield, left-sided, wasn't he? Nah, it's just. 
In the middle of the park, so, I think. In the H. Anywhere in the H. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, look, if I'm getting the, the answers from someone that's feeding me wrong answers, then they're in trouble. I think they are. But anyway, check that phone again quickly because we're struggling. Remember, uh-huh. I, remember last week on here, I showed you the video and it was the slightly rotund man with the grey hair and the little flick yeah. at the front and he oh, was playing the, the five of sides. I'm not, Italy, even people in the street are stopping me with I was that. I was at Lennox Town today And a guy pulls up in a tractor He's just been cutting the grass And he leans out the window and says Here look at this How much is this DL <laughs> Some finish wasn't it Oh I wish I could finish like that Even the groundsman At Lennox Town are giving you Oh wow it's a, hard, it's a hard show this I'm glad the holidays are coming <laughs> yeah, You don't get a break, break out there do you Over anyway. a turkey New hair New teeth And I come Before we go back to Firhill like Ange Postacoglu and Spurs It kind of been the only story in town today Is there anything else you want to quickly pick up on them? I'm always fascinated when teams start Putting their pieces together You know we saw yesterday Like Hibs Their release Release, list In McGeady on it St Mirren Big names on Mm. there Shaughnessy Dunn Tate And Main Oh they've got the big one Nicky Devlin The worst kept secret ever Because the photo got leaked About a month ago Signing for Aberdeen Livingston captain Good signing Good signing Uh, Yeah I think on paper It should be a good signing But listen we've seen People go up to Aberdeen before People forget how Big a club that is And the pressures that come We always talk about Celtic Rangers Going to them And the pressures come Aberdeen's the same So it'll be a big step up But I always interest me The re- release list I was, was on a few myself At this time mm. uh, Of the season Never nice But look It's an opportunity For the players to go out And an opportunity for clubs Maybe a wee bit Further down the peck In order to To snap up one or two Of these players you, Aidan McGeady's an interesting one I wonder What Aidan will think He's had a few injuries But the ability he's still got You'd think he would still all carry cl- on. All clubs obviously shorten their squads. Now, but the, the club that I'm really a bit concerned about, um, one of the favourites, Livingston, they've had to release uh, Berra, Christoph, Christoph Berra. From the coaching right? staff, yeah. Crystal Berra. Chris, Chris Berra. <laughs> Used to play for Shatner, didn't he? Yeah, played with Shatner. Christoph. Christoph. Better. Did you just think his name was Crystal? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was the way he was tentative. Chris, Christo, Christoph, Christopherson. Uh, but but when, you, when you can't afford your coaching staff, it, it starts to mm-hmm. alarm. Signed Mikey Devlin, didn't he? From well, I say from Hibs. I don't think did he manage mm-hmm. any appearances. He was there getting yeah. back to fitness, and hopefully that works out for him because he's had a torrid time as well. Yeah, my yeah. favourite though. Tell me you saw Dundee's last night. Did you see this? Yeah, brilliant. So Dundee basically issued a statement last night, Mark Wilson, saying that they, they, the listing players that they were releasing, but it says that the club has been unable to get in touch with Paul McGowan and an update will be given regarding Paul once contact has been made. They have, they then at half seven this morning said, Dundee were able, um, uh, Dundee can now confirm they've spoken to the player in question and Paul McGowan will be leaving the club upon the end of his current contract why, this summer why would you put that out though Brilliant. it's almost like a search and rescue <laughs> like his family's been worried about him. listen Dundee can you put out a statement because we can't get in touch with him it's uh, a weird one the, the, by the way on the release players St Johnson as well releasing some oh, yeah. some big David ones in Witherspoon. I mean, you look back at what Witherspoon has achieved at that club, uh, represented his country, silverware, um, the European qualifications alone at St. Johnson. What would have to go down as a real club legend 
And he's been shown the door Came up against him many times Very very good player mm. He'll be sorely miss From right, St Johnson Let's go back to Firhill Get a final check in there See what the atmosphere's like And a recap of the teams with Gabriel Yeah the atmosphere is really building here Gordon And you can understand why Partick Thistle boss Chris Doolan Is daring his side to go down in history And become the first team to finish fourth starting in the quarterfinals of the playoff and proceed to get promoted all the way to the top flight. His side are flying, they're unbeaten in 10 games, won all four playoff matches so far, scoring 16 goals in the process. You can understand why Doolan has named an unchanged 11 from that magnificent 5-0 win at air seven days ago. Their team is as follows. David Mitchell in goal. A back four of Jack McMillan, Aaron Muirhead, Darren Brownlee and Kevin Holt. Aidan Fitzpatrick, Stevie Laws and Scott Tiffany will play behind Brian Graham with Kyle Turner and Ross Doherty in midfield. Don't forget about them. What about County? Well, they are spiralling at the moment. Not one in three, finished 11. And they are now fighting for their lives, hoping to make it five consecutive seasons in the Premiership. Malky Mackay makes four changes from that 3-1 defeat at Kilmarnock on Sunday. It's Ross Laidlaw in goal. It's going to be a back four of Connor Roundmill, Jack Baldwin, Dylan Smith and George Harmon. Awura Edwards starts on the right. Jan Danda on the left. Jordan Tilson and Victor Latoury in midfield. Alex Samuel and Jordan White lead the line. The referee here is David Monroe. There is VAR in action. Andrew Dallas is in charge. And you can hear the atmosphere building. As Andy the caller said, the home end is entirely sold out. It's one of the best atmospheres Firhill has seen in recent years. The fans around me believe it's now up to the players. Can they reach the big time once more? Kickoff is coming up next. Kingsley's on the pitch as well, just getting the troops fired up. So we'll see very quickly. <laughs> on. Uh, prediction for tonight: scoreline go. I think Partick one, Ross County nil. Uh, I'll go one one. Okay, right. You've got three. Is it three more left in mm, the teaser? Close. Players in the MLS who used to play for Celtic or Rangers. You've given me Danny Wilson, Lewis Morgan, Jackie Marcus, Matt Polster, James Sands. Bank, Vic Wanyama Yes well done oh, Brilliant man Montreal Okay What about It's Fiachenko Over there Did he go over there Wonderful Did he a high <laughs> Yes Well done He's on a high He went to Michelin Come on then. I think that's off. too good I think somebody I think your part Whoever it is oh, That texts you text text having him. the right ones Definitely not Yeah And we'll get this stuff. last one No nah, Who did he play for Rangers for? a long time ago How long like ago Like your era My era Eh mm-hmm. uh, Oh, he's a position then. Honestly, I, I think he probably. Will, no, I think a winger. I think. Vladimir Vice? No. No. He is, he is American as well, I think. He do? Nope. Uh, Marcus Beeson? No, he's retired, isn't he? Bedoya. Yes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Alejandro Bedoya. Well Bedoya. done. Mark Wilson, Gordon so Dale. Thank you. Thanks for all your calls. Very, very busy tonight. On the show Back tomorrow at 6 o'clock Look forward to you joining us then To look back on the playoffs And preview the Scottish Cup final No less Callum Gallagher is up next